Hello everybody, this is Paul from SP Film Viewers. Just wanted to do a little shout out to try and plug the Patreon. Yep, we've jumped on that bandwagon. Now, you might be wondering, what do you get for giving us money? Well, for the low, low price of £1 or $1.50 or wherever the conversion is, plus VAT, you get to show your support for the show, you get a nice little shout out at the end of every episode so that everybody who listens gets to know what a great person you are and we'll also include your handles for any of the social media platforms you're on, whatever you like basically. Also, once a month you'll get the opportunity to pick a movie for me and Sophie to watch and review so that you really feel like you're getting your value for money. And that's it for the time being anyways. So head over to patreon.com forward slash spfilmviewers, get involved, and thank you for being part of the community. Cheers. I'm Sophie, and I haven't seen a lot of films. Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. Happy Holidays! No, Merry Christmas. I understand why you're saying it though, because obviously the films that we're covering A are both American based and covering two American, well, one American tradition. I think saying the Happy Holidays though kind of makes sense, but especially with the fact that how long Christmas seems to be dragged out these days. And I, th- I think it's, it's more it's politically all the, the correct the, because yeah. some people don't celebrate Christmas, yeah. but there is other holidays around Christmas like. Wally. Um Hanukkah. Thank you. That's the one yeah. I was like. <laughs> yeah. Why am I not? Um, is Kwanzaa one or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So is there is it? other yeah. holidays. Yeah. But for me, I don't know. I just feel like that's one of those cliche wordings, and it's just a bit cringe. <laughs> right. The Americans do, and to me, it's just Merry Christmas or Merry or however else you want to say what holiday you want in to say. Yeah, I know. Here in the UK, it's just Merry Christmas, Happy Christmas. I feel yeah. like Merry is the better word, because that's normally what us Brits will do. And yeah. getting Merry. <laughs> Any excuse to have a drink. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Christmas Day, you can have a drink at, like, as as for breakfast. Up, yeah. 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 Put it in your tea for all us Brits care. I think it's the same with Americans, to be honest, or anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so obviously there was no episode last week. Hmm, I wonder whose fault that was. Mm. <laughs> yeah, mm, I do wonder. I did lose my husband. Ninten- Nintendo's fault, yeah. Oh, really? Not the person playing the game, but the person yeah, who created yeah, it. Yeah. Too too engrossed in the world. Yeah, we've only, we haven't even been married a month, but I feel like you've been married to the game for like at least a week. 
You're making it sound a lot worse than He's neglected me. No. I haven't seen him. He's not come out of his room. <laughs> no. not, not true. He's not been that bad. He no. hasn't, actually. No. no. But to be fair, we both got the same game. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you somebody's played on it a hell of a lot more than I have. Yeah, but I feel like you'll actually finish this one this time. Yeah. yeah. You'll definitely finish it before me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. But, so in light that fact and we had thanksgiving on th- thursday mm-hmm. just gone we've actually been lucky enough to attend a thanksgiving this year as well and um, so your close friend alex and shani who just mm. recently got engaged <laughs> um <laughs> invited us to have thanksgiving at theirs yep that was really nice it was wonderful do. but there was some w- weird food but some really nice food as well what it was called with the marshmallows and sweet potato i don't know what the dish was called yeah but it was yeah that pretty much that like sweet potato yams with marshmallows and i feel like it was something something else mixing it almost like a chocolatey type thing or something like that it's just full of sugar yeah me being sweet tooth really liked it weirdo (laughs) tried pumpkin pie for the first time you did a knockout pecan pie Mm -hmm. very proud of that you were. I didn't say so myself. I could tell. Yeah. 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 It's like your signature dish now. Signature dessert. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. So we thought we'll also cover. This will be obviously the first Christmas movie we're covering this year, and I thought I'll throw in the fact that I kind of wanted to cover this. Uh, cover planes, trains, and automobiles at some point this time, and the 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 four K of it came out recently, so I thought mm-hmm. it was a good opportunity to. For you to see it because you not you'd not seen it before, no. but I thought I was, we'll just combine the two in this episode because it's a sort of similar kind of like comedy ones that we're covering this time. So I thought it'd be yeah, yeah. make sense to do so. And as well, since we were lazy last weekend and didn't do a recording, I feel like we're giving somebody the listeners a double whammy of yeah. it. So yeah. Okay, so we'll just kind of I guess briefly go over what your thoughts were on. Planes, trains and automobiles. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I did, to be fair. It's one of those... It feels like kind of a Christmas film, in a sense, because it has the morals, it has the meanings, mm-hmm. it has the reasons behind it. Obviously, you've got two really good lead characters within it. Yeah, chemistry between them is great. Steve Martin and John Candy. Is... John Candy, bless his heart. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> He's got a heart of gold. Like I literally feel like that is him as a person. Like whoever he plays, he is that person. You could see him being that in real life. Yeah. 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 yeah his literally. Persona. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously, um, I forgot his name again. What's his... Steve? Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Yeah. Always oh, grey haired. Like yeah, never yeah. seen so, him age. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've known it. I don't think any film I've seen him is not had that. You know. And he's kind of. I've seen him in similar movies, and he's kind of like a similar character. Like, always wants everything perfect. Like Father of the Bride being an, an example. Yeah. Very much a stress head, corporate, and lives his life by... Cynical, in a sense. Yeah. 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 But lives his life how everyone thinks he should. Mm-hmm. Whereas John Candy's character, he just lives a life to his fullest. He's nice to everybody. He's not wanting to be anything he's not. He sells shower curtain rings and he's quite humble. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you're kind of drawn more towards Yeah, it's the balance him. between the two of them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. In that. 
And to the credit of like John Hughes, who's done, we've covered the Breakfast Club in a previous episode. And yeah, obviously he did like worked on Uncle Buck, yeah, and Home Alone as well. So, no one did so it. So that, that kind of similar kind of comedy stylings, I suppose. Yeah, there were films. there were some parts in it where I'm like, it wasn't as cringy as I thought it was going to be, which I'm grateful for with some of the humour, because you know me with humour, I can get, be a bit touch and go. Mm-hmm. There was certain parts where, like, the obviously he was having it, was smoking in the car, he chucked it out of the window, it went back into the back seat. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that awful moment where you're like, oh, when's this going to escalate? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know something's <laughs> going to come out of it. And then they end up with the car kind of on fire, and yet still somehow manages to get them where they need to be yeah, going to yeah, like yeah. the hotel and it's like that's a load of rubbish and even after that it's functional and it's like there's, n- there's no way that that would even be real life mm-hmm. i know i know yeah. i have to try and be like oh it's meant to be funny yeah, yeah but yeah. to me it's just like this is just nonsense <laughs> right okay because that would never happen i know it wouldn't i know it wouldn't but i mean you wouldn't have you know, in a tight situation, you wouldn't be gripping the, the steering wheel, the dashboard so hard that you've got fingerprint marks in the, the car and bending it, the, the steering wheel. But it's yeah. just to add the comedy element of the They were so shit scared that they just were on, clinging on for dear life and it kind of like a comical touch like on that. like a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the fact that they were like, in that bit in particular, were they like... The skeleton, like mm. a bit like in Home Alone 2, where Marv gets shocked and he yeah, does yeah, that yeah. skeleton thing again. So it's like that. And um, also, I don't quite get the, the, the when John Kenny's like the devil, kind of, kind of like laughing at Steve. I think Mike. it's probably because it's like he's bittersweet a little bit, isn't he? He's kind of one of those where it's always his fault, and that's why he looks like a devil character, but he's angelic at the same time because he's so clumsy, he's not meaning to do anyone harm. <laughs> mm. But now you're saying Home Alone, I kind of see some of the humour within it. Yeah, Because yeah. I love Home Alone. Like, I can't say yeah. I don't. We, we, Me and Fiona covered it on... Um, film Focus, yeah. Yeah, and I was passionate about it then. It was one of the best Christmas films. And mm. the humour in that, like, normally it would grate on me, but it doesn't because it's nostalgia and it's brilliantly done. And it is generally funny. And I think that's what this kind of does have. The humour is it does. done yeah, yeah. It's, really well. It's, the classic comedies of like well the eighties early nineties I suppose mm. is there's so much better it's than what good in the nineties <laughs> yeah than what the the humor of modern day films are they're just they're very can be very cringe but um, similar to, as we'll get on to the the National Lampoons where that mm. that one yeah she's similar sort of humor I don't know so <laughs> <laughs> before we get into talking about that then um, is there anything else to sort of bring up about I would say enjoyed. with this one, it was a bit of an emotional roller coaster. You kind of didn't know whose side to go on. So you felt the frustration from Steve Martin's character where he just wants to get home to his family. He doesn't want any inconvenience and he just wants to be left alone. Yeah. But then you've got the lovable character of John. Yep. Where he's like a heart of gold, doesn't want to do anything bad by him. But at the same time, these two characters grow. And they learn from one another. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the bit where it's touching. And you kind of hear how he speaks about his wife. You know, now I'm your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I expect that you, know, you should have, when you travel, a picture of me in a frame <laughs> that you put <laughs> out. 
yeah. next to your bed now going forward because that's what you do when you have a wife, apparently. But it, it becomes more it cl- cl- clarity on why that is more so at the, the back end of the film, which is obviously the, the very touching moment for... I kind of like how it's done, though, because I was waiting... And you, I kind of said to you, because certain things he was saying, yeah, like his wife, either he wasn't together with his wife, or his wife yeah. had passed on. Yeah. And that's why he, he was like, oh, yeah, I loved my wife, or I haven't been home for ages. And you could kind of get these clues that something was, it was a bit of a loner, and that's why he chewed your ear off. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, God, I'm going to cry, I'm going to cry. He did, yeah, yeah. He said, he even said, like... When he's like, I don't have a home, and you're like, oh, gonna, I'm going to start crying, and then it kind of cut to him walking with the suitcase, and you're like, oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay now. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. They're yeah. taking him home, and they've yeah. got our Thanksgiving with, with him. him. I'm yeah. okay yeah. with that. But it just shows that Thanksgiving, Christmas, it's about spending time mm-hmm. with family and yeah. friends and your loved ones. It doesn't matter who it is. Like, you can make your own family. And like you say, like all they bring up in the films, like, you know, kind of look back on this and laugh. You know, those scenarios, you always remember the... As bad as they are, the, the times that when you encounter them or taking them in at that point, these these bad situations, <laughs> you just wish you weren't in them. But then you look back at it and you go, I oh, remember that time when this happens. Oh, yeah, like the worst. I think that's but the it's thing. It's just funny. Yeah, you just learn. You, you get always past it. remember yeah. the worst things, never the positive things. Like I remember our trip to Edinburgh. Like the the thing that stands out is the Loch Ness trip, and I know that everyone's like, "Oh, that sounds amazing," but it pissed it down the entire time. We were on a coach for most of the time, looking out a window that we couldn't see anything. Yes. To yeah, the rain point on the grass where we and got steamed up. Yeah. Beside ourselves because we were so tired for being on the coach that we had whiskey ice cream and got into Edinburgh and we were like, "Where are we going to eat at like yeah, nine o'clock at night?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like but all now the places going to be. Yeah, but that's not to say obviously you can't. You don't remember good memories. We're not saying that all like the whole trip was rubbish apart from <laughs> that. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, this fun. You have to remember fond memories, but it's always go laugh about the bad ones and like, oh my god, yeah. can't believe that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's no. a funny story and anecdote stories. You yeah. always remember them though more because they are more funnier. Yeah, and I think that's it, and it does kind of like gel with you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what this film gives. Yeah, 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 and it also gives you one of the like I guess. The memorable quotes when it's like Steve Martin's character, which is he's called Neil, Neil Page, speaking to John Candy's Del Griffith, and he's like going off, like, Oh, he just he never shut up, kind of thing, and yabby, 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 yabby whatever, all that cuss when they're in this hotel room. And he's like, You want to hurt me? Go ahead, hurt me. And you're like, But you know, people like me, my wife likes me, and that, that kind of memorable quote and it's like yeah it's like oh you feel bad now don't you yeah steve martin <laughs> yeah because he was a bit of a dick like yeah. he, he went on and then he oh, carried no, on no, no, and no. i was like jesus okay now don't you're be being brutal. awful yeah yeah like literally just walk out you know my mum always taught me if you've got nothing nice to say don't say it at all and literally that was like right okay you need to shut up now because yeah. you're just being awful mm-hmm. and you really felt for him like you did like he wasn't doing anything wrong at all. Like, he was just quite humble and yeah, a lovely yeah. character. Yeah. And I was rooting for him all the way, yeah, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, in the first watch of this, um, kind of took me by surprise that when it, it came up, the film came up and it said it was R rating, and thinking, why is it got the R rating? Because that's normally, like, you know, really like violent or kind of. It's all effing uh, and jeffing. Yeah, because there's that moment when, but I mean, you can understand because he's really pissed off. You know, he gets abandoned at that 
car rental place and he's like, the car's not here or whatever and he's yeah. traipsing across, I don't know how far, but he's really like worn out and like just, you know. But he's not going to get you anywhere. No, like Effie and Jeffy and that fucking thing and you fucking face and there's been a fucking car and it's like, like oh my God. I can like, imagine you that... doing that though. I can. Like, this is why sometimes I think I speak to people. No, I don't think I would ever say it to someone's face like that, but it, I certainly did what we mentioned in the previous about like speaking to a computer that way or whatever. You would. Yeah, because no, again, I, that's I, not going to retaliate. I think but, if you were that rattled, like if, you, if you'd got yourself that far het up in that situation... I can imagine you would snap. Yeah. And you, just... you normally don't, you're not horrible to a person, but if everything were going wrong, 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 yeah, yeah, wrong, yeah. But, I think it would. Yeah. But just the amount of consecutive F-bombs yeah. thrown in there, it's kind of like, a, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're not but, expecting it from something like, no, a film like this. Kind of like you might get one. Film. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. To a degree. Yeah. Yeah. It is. You can put it yeah. in the background. Your kids won't yeah. even, it's harmless. It's like Home Alone. No, mm, no I don't think. It'd be suitable for little ones to be. Yeah, think, it would, the, the Alice unless you just, just muted that part. Yeah, it'd go over most yeah. of it would go over their heads. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what would you score it? So this one I actually did enjoy. It can't be like way up there, high, high, just because mm. it can't. <laughs> okay. Is it? Is it something that you could see? Like, oh, not like a. Every Thanksgiving, well, obviously we don't really celebrate Thanksgiving, I think but like we'll a start to. sort, yeah, <laughs> like November time, kind yeah. of like oh, something just put on. It wouldn't be of... like Home Alone, like every year I want to watch Home Alone. Like, yeah, it wouldn't be like that. Okay, yeah, but want to come back to you know. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be like every other year I'd enjoy seeing it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The humor is great. Mm-hmm. It is a little bit, sometimes a bit too, for me, which Home Alone has that perfect, there isn't a moment where I cringe at all. Like, there was ones with the car, and then even being on the freeway the, the wrong way. Yeah, that was it, the same kind of Yeah, point. it was like yeah. slowed. At that bit, it was a bit like, uh, Okay. <laughs> it's going on a bit too long for me, and it's a bit like a Tom and Jerry sketch now. Which right. It's not bad no, on the no, Tom and Jerry, say, but yeah. still. I think it's going to be... A seven. Okay. I enjoy the lightheartedness of the two characters together. Nearly made me cry, but then the comedy came back in again quite quickly. I think if it would give me a bit of a tear jerk and I felt more fuzzy and warm inside for a okay. little bit longer, yeah, it would have maybe been an eight. Okay. But seven, it is. Are you disappointed? Uh, well, in in two ways, yeah. I suppose because. <laughs> um... Are you higher? Well. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm going to put it at an eight. Mm, generous. I don't. I don't think so necessarily. Like it's. It's not like ten worthy or anything like that. But Never. it's what I mean by that as as well as because because I thought you were going to put it at something like an eight as well. So if you're saying <laughs> a seven, and I don't know now, thinking like what you're going <laughs> to give the next film we're going to be talking about. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that'd be interesting. Uh, but no, I think I just, I do really, it, it's enjoyable for, for what it is. The chemistry between them is, is really good. And it's, it's yeah. like, there's, it's not laugh out loud all the time with with this one. There's, there's they get the frustrations with it and you feel, even though he's a bit of a jerk, Steve Martin's character. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of deserved as well. But you also kind of feel 
for him at the same time, despite yeah. all what's going on and everything. But you do. Um, it's just John Candy's just a lovable soul. He is. Are you tired of fanboy comics podcasts? Looking for a show that really appreciates the comic storytelling medium and how it works? A show that looks at comics from any genre and anywhere in the world, comparing the storytelling techniques of different creators in different comics cultures, with manga, newspaper strips, European comics, and more, discussed alongside mainstream U.S. comics. A show that includes talks with well-known creators like James Robinson and Dan Jurgens, and with less famous creators that you really should know. And hey, we'll even critique your comic. If you're looking for that show, then you're looking for Deconstructing Comics, and it's right here at deconstructingcomics.com. Also available in iTunes and on Stitcher. This is Tim saying check out our show on Wednesdays. That's Deconstructing Comics. Okay, so now we get down to National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Well, first of all, let's just celebrate the fact that it's the 1st of December and we... When have... this episode comes out, yeah. 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 And we've got a tree up and... Way, be- way before. <laughs> December, 1st we're Christmasing already. I feel like it's been long overdue Christmas. I feel like this is going to be the Christmas where everyone is able to get together properly. I know last year you kind of could, but I think it was... Mm. You could only see like two households or something like that. Whereas this year... Fair game, yeah. Christmas is yeah. Christmas again. Life so. is normal. Mm-hmm. I know, obviously, in other places, I think I think China's gone back into lockdown. I, I do believe that. Yeah. So, so it is bittersweet in some areas. But for the UK, touch wood at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, then we'll find out. Surprise! Oh, yeah. Another one Maybe coming. January we'll be so, like, oh, you're locked down again. Yeah. But at the moment, it does feel like normal Christmas as it stands and I feel like after two years I even felt behind with Christmas I was seeing people put decorations up before me and I was like whoa what's happening have I lost my touch like normally I'm the first of December kind of girl my tree will go up I'm sure people were doing it the 15th of December there were like things on Instagram and people posting trees and 15th November you mean yeah November sorry (laughs) yeah 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 that'll be your parents probably yeah yeah mid mid December they'll stop when those up yeah yeah. yeah, very exciting. So we've been kind of getting into the Christmas spirit a lot earlier, much to Paul's dismay. Literally, Halloween came, it went, and obviously you didn't get it. Yeah, Halloween month. Halloween movie fix as such, yeah. I'm sure you'll bite me in the bottom. Next year. Next year, and probably for this Christmas special somehow, if yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not going to be nice to me, I'm sure. So, National Lampoons, what can we say about that? Good opening animation, especially 4K looks nice, I've got to say. Looks nice. Looks nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it did. Yeah. And weirdly, I don't know, we've both kind of seen this film. Yeah. I've done my typical Sophie thing where it's been on telly and I've watched bits here and there. I think we've watched it together w- once. once. Yeah. But yet again, I'm a goldfish brain. Mm-hmm. And you might have been in and out kind of thing. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, not much of it was retained, (laughs) which maybe gives the listeners a (laughs) A bit of insight into yeah, yeah. Because if I like something, it will stick with me. Yeah, yeah. But I guess that's also the more times you see it, it kind of does so easier to remember scenes and like jokes and things. 
So when did you first watch National Lampoons? Um, I guess the first time would have been, I think, when we're at the old house. Mm-hmm. And I think you and your sister and your mum were, I think you went to a way to like see an elf at something production oh, or something yes. was that in Black- it's like a little coach trip yeah to blackpool oh, yeah yeah well i think actually it oh. was meant to be manchester but we got a hotel somehow with this coach trip in blackpool and it was the shitty little place i'm sorry if it's still there called sunny days yeah don't go don't go basically long do, do not, story do not short, go. don't go yeah i think it must have been that because i think I know you weren't around. It was just me watching it for the first Aww, time. Oh, yeah. on your own, yeah, lonesome. Yeah, yeah. It makes me sound on a awful. on a on a crappy like copy disc that your dad mm. <laughs> given us. We've got yes. a stack of some of some of the films that we've got with Christmas stuff that are still things like all right. Some of these need upgrading considerably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but those yeah. that's that was one of them. So that was the first Have time. Have you not seen it before then? No, again, it's you know like. Wow! Like, thing like one of the posters, you know, the the one where his Clark Griswold is being shocked as he's dressed in a Santa yeah. suit, and the, the 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 poster of that famous poster. I'm actually surprised, to be fair, but so, I yeah, I have introduced you to a lot of Christmas stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but we'll get as we're going through as through the notes. Yeah. Things that I've picked out really from that. So it starts off with road rage, basically. Mm-hmm. And this reminds me of my dad so much mm-hmm. because I don't know if it's just a man thing where you just get rattled about silly little things. Like I know people go, oh, woman drivers and all of that and the cliche about them. But we are more cautious. We are more like patient, you know, or someone cuts you up or tries to rev next to you. We're not going to give a crap. No. Whereas a man, it's like, oh, it's a race. We've got to compete. And it's your testosterone kind of getting the better of you. And my dad's the same. Like, I was only little, and I remember this vividly, that this man just... I don't know what this man was doing wrong. I think he wanted to overtake my dad. And then he eventually did. And then my dad got so annoyed that he got out of the car and started running after him. And I was like, what the hell? Why are you running after him? Wouldn't you be quicker in the car? You've just left your wife and kids... In the car, running after another car. Like, I just don't get it. And I think this is just the same scene for me where you're wanting to have a nice family trip of going to collect your Christmas tree. Yeah. Which we all know is really exciting. It is. If you, yeah, if, yeah, if you're doing that, you've got especially a, a real life one. And they the are house. beautiful. Like, we've done it plenty of times. Like, in this old house, we used to always have real life tr- trees and they smelled delicious. And it was just that magical moment of picking that right tree. Not to the extent that the Griswold family do, though. <laughs> but, yet again, he ruins it, bless him, because somebody's trying to overtake him and speed up, and then he has to compete, and then they get in. Yeah. And it's like, why? why? Why do men do that? I don't honestly know. Well, I, mean, I mean, if people... I, I don't really like it when people are up my ass with driving. Yeah, you go faster, and I'm like, no... No, no, I'm no. I'm trying to get, like, just why you just keep your distance. Cause... Like, if we get a speeding ticket because somebody would be asked, then no, <laughs> it's not fair. I just don't like it when that happens. But I wouldn't go to the extent of, like, right, I'm trying to get ahead of you now just yeah. to annoy that person or anything like that. But, again, just like a means of playing up with the com- comedic value of getting mm. stuck underneath a, a truck and... <sighs> this comedic value, so... 
just kind of comparing mm-hmm. trains, planes and automobiles compared to National Lampoons, there's a cl- level of class of humour. <laughs> okay. And the National Lampoons to me, oh, there is some bits where I'm like, do you have to be? It's like, how the hell did he get stuck underneath the, the, the wagon? The, the big, yeah. Like, and how did he get out? Well, you see, you see, yes, he did. He kind of swerved out, like whoa, he went really like I, did yeah. like a almost like handbrake turn type of thing. And oh, just no, no, it's not real. It's just I know it's not shit. real. It's and, a film. And I think with this one, it has certain things that more great right. on me. Okay, like mm. picking the tree. Like first of all, normally you go to like a, a farm, Christmas tree farm, yeah, yeah, or like a garden center or something like that. Or even a supermarket has Christmas trees nowadays. You don't go in the middle of a field and just decide to cut one down. It's not how it works. You normally have to pay for somebody for a tree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't just randomly go to the forest and just oh, I'll just take that one. Like that's probably somebody's property, grown yeah. it. You yeah, know, yeah. that's why yeah. it's there. Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, have you got the saw?" And he's like, "Oh, oh my god, god!" Like I get it. His heart's in the right place, and he wants Christmas. Like. He's got the Christmas spirit. Yeah, yeah. He has, and I can't fault him for that because I am that person. Mm-hmm. But he's a perfectionist. Yeah, brought up multiple times throughout the film that it's. But again, that's I think that's as part of what the the film's about. Really, is like you can try and make things perfect as possible. It's just not going to happen. There's just life is not exaggeration perfect. Of no, that, yeah. Nobody is perfect, and the sooner that people realize that, yeah. the happier they will become. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I've had to learn that the hard way, yeah. but it doesn't matter as long as I got there in the end. So speaking of perfect, mm-hmm. the couple that lives next door, oh God, aren't they awful? I know she's from Seinfeld. Yeah, Elaine. Yeah. And she's so much nicer as Elaine than, I don't even know what she's called in this to be fair. Um, no, I can't remember. I just put annoying neighbours. <laughs> and they're just so snooty and like... Yeah. They are your typical materialistic people. Mm-hmm. Like, do they are they not aware when they die? None of this comes with you. Sorry, Paul. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, just pointing out all, around you, the room and all you, all you, all your stuff, all material this, stuff. Yeah, literally, unless you want to get buried with it, like like uh, like Tutankhamun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then literally, it's all for nothing. It's just it's just there to enjoy while for now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I think they, they are just... Oh, they're awful. And the relationship they've got with one another is not even that strong. Like, I don't even know why they're a couple, really. Like, Yeah, I don't know. It's, again, it's, it's just the contrast between the two. But it works. Yeah, yeah. It does work. Because yeah, yeah. it gives you the, the good and the bad, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is always what you the need humbugs, in a Christmas yeah, film. Um, I kind of like the gag with the whole... When he gets the tree in the, the, the living room... And see that it's too big for thing. It's like goes through the window and stuff, and he so like makes a comment, in particular that oh, a lot of sap on this tree, <laughs> and then it cuts to the the next scene where they're in bed and he's trying to read a magazine. And his hands are still really sticky. Like you were proper laughing at that, and I'm just sat there so, like deadpan, yeah, like it's like oh. <laughs> and then everything else, he's like trying to turn the light out, and he's striking the light, and it's just. My question was: Have you not washed your hands? Like. <laughs> Yeah, but he's he's clearly like d- done it so much, but it's still like just really sticky. So it's kind of just carrying on from that. Should have got a big tree. Yeah. like that's your problem. Yeah. Yeah. I do think though this is bonkers, and it's something that 
I don't know, everyone puts a lot of pressure on themselves around Christmas. And having both sides of the family up, like the thought of having my side up and your side up mm-hmm. at ours. Mm-hmm. First of all, our house is not big enough. No. Second of all, there would be three dogs if we did that. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about you. And a cat. Yeah. And just, it's the trying to make everybody get along. It's that bit where Christmas is meant to be this nice day yeah. that everyone should get along. And to be fair, you can't manage that. You can't manage that expectation that everyone's going to be happy and enjoy themselves. But these parents, like, of the family, yep. on both sides, they come over. It's not even like it's Christmas Eve, Paul. No, no, it's almost like two weeks or something. Before. I feel like it's a whole bloody month. Like, that would drive me insane. Like, I love my family, but I don't want to spend a whole month with you. By the no. time it comes to Christmas, I want to kill him. We'll be able to cope, especially the, with you know, sleeping arrangements and stuff. It's like, how could you put up with that for that long? That's just ridiculous. I do think it was quite funny because we did get a wonderful life on um, the television. And obviously we haven't said that Leonard from the Big Bang oh, yeah. Theory Ross. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. is in there as well. And he's watching telly. Yeah. And I do think they're kind of trying to say that... Sort of parallel... With yeah. The wonderful life aspect in, in some regards, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's trying so hard and he just wants to please everybody and get everyone to have a wonderful Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that's all he's ever wanted is a big family Christmas. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because he's trying so hard, that's that's the that's issue. The yeah, yeah. And so that when the, the parents are coming, there's like like for, foreboding doorbell ring, it's like ding dong. And there's doom, dong, like, oh, right, oh, God, it's it's And they're already arguing. Yeah, as they're outside the door. And so, yeah. I don't think, I'm, I'd be surprised if any couple's parents on both sides got on, like, perfectly. Mm-hmm. Because they're just different. They've raised their kids differently. They are different people. Like, the thought of it would be just too much. I wouldn't ever want to host a Christmas that big. No. <laughs> I, I love my family, but I like how we kind of were lucky because we've got like Christmas Eve, Boxing Day, doing yeah. it over those three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems more manageable than having everybody in your house. Like, I, For a, even like Home Alone, like even that amount of people just seems too much and causes arguments. Yeah. Going away for holidays seems extreme anyway, really, but... Here we are. That's a, that's in relation to Home Alone, anyway. Really, that's yeah. But um, what did you find? That I guess you might have found the the when he's doing the like the in the shopping center and he's like talking to that really like hot clerk. I haven't even wrote anything about that down because obviously I just I really didn't like it. Mm. It felt like a little bit like a Love Actually scene initially. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I could kind of see like the girl oh. with the necklace kind of thing, like that kind of mm-hmm. vibe. And then a little bit of the fact when he's trying to get the jewellery for her, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Bean, and <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing. So I could obviously see that, and obviously love actually came after the fact. Yes. But I just felt like, oh, this is not needed. Like, yeah, okay, I get that men want this young, pretty thing. He's married, he's got two children. You clearly loved her, or you wouldn't marry her. Stop. Googling over something that's just younger and fitter. I think it's just the 
the flustered nature that he has with it. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, she's really hot kind of thing. It's like, that's why he keeps like tripping over his words and kind of like... I just not, think not... it's pathetic. <laughs> he's married. You know, he's seen a naked woman, obviously, because he's had two children. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But it's, it's just, again, just another means of having a joke that kind of sort of comes back later as well. So Yeah, it doesn't need to, though. <laughs> the bit that I can relate to within this film is lights. Yes, you do like your lights. Don't go as OTT, OTT. stapling things to the beams. Don't get me wrong. And... If I could have, like, what Martha... Is it Martha May in um, The Grinch has? And she has that gun and she's like... And it did it for me. Then, yeah. I would do it. Yeah, sadly but it doesn't exist. I'm not going up a ladder. I'd put it on the roof. And putting it on yeah, the roof. Yeah. I'm not. I'm. First of all, electricity is way too expensive for that nowadays. And second of all, it's just... It's a danger. Yeah. Yeah, Danger to yourself, really. And bless him, he's just yet again trying to make this perfect Christmas. And he's rushing, he's not wanting anyone to help him. And he's been really clumsy about it. He falls off the ladder. That that humor's not too bad where he's like staples himself to the house and he's stuck yeah. and it, it's okay. It's it's not cringy, it's kind of a bit of a chuckle in my tummy, but not like a absolute thing, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. That leads to the I think the the part where the on the guttering the oh. ice blocks crashes into next doors and yeah. there's like, Oh, why is the floor wet when things <laughs> broken into? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> and all that. But yeah, so he has like what's it, twenty five hundred lights, mm-hmm. insisting on a drum roll. It's like oh come, there's a big uh, build up to the thing, and it's like oh, it doesn't work. And so like, oh, did you, did you check the bulbs, Ross? And it's like oh, imagine having to do that for every bulb. Like I couldn't be bothered to go for that effort. I guess, but then to be fair, Christmas lights aren't what they used to be. Yeah, just like anything. Yeah, I sound so old lately. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, the chocolate bars aren't as big <laughs> as they used to be, and why we pay more for them? And well, we do, we really do. Pringles have shot shrunk. up. Yeah, like price has gone up. But, yeah, yeah, but you're not getting half as much as what you used to do. Mm. But like with our lights, we've had to buy more this year just because some of them broke, and it's like I only had them two years and I buy <laughs> bought them off Amazon. Sorry, Amazon. And don't yeah, don't be sorry for you know it's a second hand, third party supplier. Yeah, you can't really yeah. But it's like it shows quality of over kind of the price yeah. that you pay. So we've had to yeah, buy some pay for. Yeah. more yeah. this year. Mm. But you can't change a bulb in lights like you'd used to. No, like, it, like it almost costs bulb. as much as getting a new set. To be fair, probably would do. Yeah. <laughs> but so specific, especially yeah. The disappointing part where the lights don't come on. And everyone's just stood out there in the dressing gowns waiting for the lights. And he's like, you can see it in his face. You do actually generally feel for him because he just wants to make Christmas special. Mm. But everything he touches just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. So everyone goes inside and he's still like trying to like yeah. test all the lights and like, like come on, like, he's really a dog with a bone for this. Yeah. Like... I, that would be me though. I love my Christmas lights. I put them outside, I have them on my tree, I have them in my conservatory, I have them pretty much anywhere that you can hang them. Mm-hmm. I just think lights are Christmas, it makes it feel more magical. Yeah, a light in the dark, essentially, yeah. A very poignant, Paul. 
Thanks. You're welcome. And it cuts to the next day, which um, we'll get to shortly. Gets to the what was I thought was like one of the best surprising gags, especially the first time watching. You still laugh this time. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. You, I, I kind of feel like you kind of cringed a little bit when obviously this is the point where Clark goes into the attic <sighs> and hides some gifts. Like I don't know why he's hiding them in like the the raft rafters of the thing. God only <laughs> knows. Because but, it's like he found one for Mother's Day or something that yeah, he hadn't given her. I'm thinking, like who's... part of me did wonder, is it for his mum or was it for his kids to give to his wife? Because if it was for his own mum, why the hell did he need to hide it in his attic? Yeah, but but he gets locked up there basically because his like, mother-in-law or whatever is like, oh, why is this so cold in it? Oh, it's because the attic seven is like, it gets locked and everybody's then like going out to the shops or whatever and... His wife's like, oh, I'm sure Clark's in the house. And he's like, ah, he'll follow. Don't worry about it. And yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, don't let me out, kind of. And you feel for him because he's planned a nice time shopping trip, going out for some food with his families, then he's shivering cold up in the attic. Yeah. Now, the bit I'm talking about particularly with the, the know, whole the, bit. the plank bit, I think in, you're probably like, oh, roll your eyes. Tough things like, it didn't go on for too long, to be fair. It could have, if it was a more modern day thing be like oh let's just keep doing the same doom doom back and forth for... still and even the, I know which bit you even laughed at like mm. the, the bit that pro- proper made yourself yeah, like yeah. wet and I'm like just it, it's, it's, it's good it's, but it's not like I'm gonna absolutely howl with mm. laughter like you did mm. so the bit I'm referring to is when he's having to yeah, wrap himself up because he's like freezing cold and he's like rummaging through boxes and stuff and he finds this like Xmas 1955 film reel. Mm-hmm. So it's like a nostalgic trip down memory lane. I think that's sweet. Hey, I really do. Yeah. I wish I had a lot more of that when I was growing up. Yeah, memories yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so it's, he's sitting there like, ah, uh, the music's obviously background music yeah. and the, the film is like, he's, then he's got a tear in his eye and then his wife... You can see the cuts to below. His wife's coming up in the attic trap door and he's for some reason sat on the trap door and so he just immediately falls through and just like caught me off guard. It's like, oh, that's brilliant. Because he's just like, oh, he's so blissfully unaware in his own, like, oh, in the past and then it just comes crashing down into reality. I think that's brilliant. I'm looking at you now thinking, why the hell are you laughing? Just because you're replaying it in yeah, your head. Yeah. And the only reason why I want to laugh is because you think it's absolutely amazing. And I'm a bit like, what an idiot. Why did he sit on there? I know. Because yeah, it's like clearly you knew that's where the door was. So, you know, why would you? You'd sit further away. Like, what's the logic behind it? Like, anyone who has common sense would go, I'm not going to sit on there because that's literally what would happen. Yeah. I mean, he already fell through the gaps in the, the beams in the... That's why you don't stand on those things. You have yeah. to stand between them. And that's how we got into his, like, onto the... What are they called now? Double bed, not double... Bunker beds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's crashed through. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever have one of those when you were little? No. Why would I have a bunk bed? I haven't got a sibling to share a room with at that point. I had a bunk bed. Well, yeah, we should Sarah, you would be two years apart, so you... I think it like... was more... She wasn't underneath me. It was more I just had stuff underneath the bed. Like Lise, um, Louise. 
Oh, like one of those beds where it's like a little desk and yeah, tied desk. Yeah, tidy. Just created more yeah. space. Yeah. Right. Louise from Bob's Burgers. Sorry, mm. just realised like no, no one about that. But yeah, no, that was like the highlight of the, the humour <laughs> for me. Yeah. It's just the first time and it's still the still so I was just thinking about it, yeah. It's brilliant. We have to love you, don't yeah. we? <laughs> Somebody has to. Yeah. Sadly, it's me. So there's also another comedy kind of sketch value with the cellar light switch, so... Yeah, like second attempt of like, right, yeah. checked all the bulbs and it's like, it's got to work this time. And they sit there and he like plugs it in, nothing happens. Exactly. And then he goes in, checking to see what's what's happening, why yeah. is it not working. And he's, I think one of the grandparents of them goes into the cellar, switches it off and his wife's like, oh, it's working! And instead of like just standing there looking at it, being amazed and going to go get him, yeah, you know, she's... Ends up not going to get him and she's shouting at him. It's like, clearly you can't hear you, love. Yeah. Like, just go find him. And then they go off, obviously, because t- she turns the light switch off. Yeah. And this is it's kind of not a cringeworthy one, but you just kind of want them to get to it a bit quicker. Yeah, it's it's kind of one of those things that, as an audience member, you could, we kind of know, like, oh, you know, you're not where she is from her perspective yeah. what he's done so it's like you kind of want to yeah, say like right you know come out quick now and see like and don't mess with the switches because yeah. it's fine but it's yeah like it's a that frustration yeah 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 it's like it's behind you yeah 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 you know literally like that's like yeah. what you want to do yeah but the lights when they are on they're kind of they're so bright that they're blind <laughs> next door kind of thing and that's I guess it's kind of like, oh, it's maybe over the top perhaps, but a little bit like, oh, it's it's so bright, I can't see what I'm going like, close the curtains or whatever. But that was quite funny, actually, with the fact that then they close the curtains and then the light goes off and then it's too dark and then they're yeah, falling they're over everywhere. Because yeah. they're meant to be having like this nice romantic evening. Yeah. And it just goes all sour. Yeah. And then, to be fair, he just say to her, doesn't he, at the end, go kind of complain. Mm-hmm. That doesn't go... But why isn't the man of the next-door neighbour doing that? Like, why is he sending the his wife or girlfriend to do the, the mm. dirty work? But anyway, kind of, I think after a lot of angry shouting and annoyance from Clark, he kind of, like, destroys the, the Santa model and the reindeer yeah. and stuff, like, gets really pissed off with the plugs not working, and it kind of works itself out that his wife just gets the, the switch and she's... <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know why that's not working and it just works. And it's like, oh, it's beautiful. And then after that, then I tend to moments, oh, it really, that, and a tender moment with everyone, like, oh, isn't this amazing? That, like, with all the family. And then it's where Cousin Eddie kind of just rocks, <laughs> up. rocks up and it's like, oh, I don't, kind of like, oh, yeah, it's nice. isn't it nice, Eddie? And it's like, Eddie, what are you doing here? <laughs> you always have one of those, though, cousins or kind of relatives that you like. You kind of, they're just there. Doesn't mean you want them there. Yeah. For the family. So you just can't shake them off. Mm-hmm. And they're a little bit of a leech. That kind of way about them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not as well off, so kind of being a sponge. Yeah. And I think that's kind of shown. So initially, though, we were a bit scratching our heads of, was Eddie Clark's, Yeah, I couldn't re- like... quite remember whose side of the family he's from, but it's wife's yeah yeah i mean either way it wouldn't it wouldn't be, a, be like too confusing to like oh why he might resent 
them, even if it was from his side of the family. I felt like it was more his brother and he was having to, like, do good by him. Yeah, that kind of... Yeah, that's what I thought initially. But then, to be honest, his wife is kind of just fine and sticking up for him a lot more than he is. Yeah, yeah. It makes more sense, like... That is her her brother, because you are more protective over your own family. Yeah. So, going to sledging. I've never been sledging, and neither have you. No. So, instead of building a snowman, we're going to go sledging this year or next year, whenever it it decides to snow. But we're not going to do... I'd rather it didn't, but... We're not going to do sledging this way. Putting some untested oil grease on the... Essentially, a, a bin lid... Or something. Awful. It's just one of those things. Totally exaggerated, obviously. (laughs) Like rocket fuel. Yeah. Yeah. Just nightmarish, really. In what way? The sledding and the fact that it went so far and the comical side of it all again. I switched off. I did. I was like... No, I don't blame you on that part because it's like, yeah, okay, I don't... What that really offers as such. It's meant to give you a laugh, isn't it? But sometimes Mm. it's not... So you kind of feel sorry for Clark because he wants his family round, he wants his Christmas bonus if some companies are lucky enough to do that. Mm. Like some of them nowadays are, don't know, they don't really seem to do that as much where a Christmas bonus comes around. Mm. Um, and he's dreaming of buying his swimming uh, yeah, pool. pool. Yeah, for his family that's put like, his, uh, like a big deposit down on it so it's like oh, he's real, very much relying on this bonus and stuff and Earlier in the, the the film is like you know the the suits are walking down the the in unison and everything it's like again the 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 boss man is kind of like I don't know who like a oh, corporate must have sent you a Christmas card or whatever and it's like he doesn't know like who this person is that he's no. talking to like giving those reports type of thing and that kind of thing he's just a yeah a cog in the machine numbers yeah yeah. 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 Yeah, and so the like when he's I think it was eighteenth of December. I noted that down. Like mm-hmm. it's like uh, giving his boss a gift, and he's like, just put it on the table with all the other ones, and he's yeah, and he he kind of cuts to like a, a shot where it's like he's this boss man. He's like on this table, like very far away from where Clark is, kind of like that like showing his distance, like it's yeah. like oh, 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 I've got a phone call coming in. He just picks up like get me anybody. <laughs> It's awful, it just shows yeah, how people so are so ungrateful. For stuff, yeah, so it's funny. But but I think you mean, obviously, like, when he's... The scene where he's, like, dreaming of having the, the pool and, like, you know, when it's much nicer weather and everything and the intrusion of Cousin Eddie in that scene as well in, yeah. this, in this dream sequence. And yeah. then it cuts to the... Oh, the, that woman that he met in the shop the other day and it's like... In the yeah. red, like, um, Baywatch yeah, suit. Yeah, suit. Swimsuit, yeah. Taking, she's taking it off. She yeah. was, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a yeah. come hither type of thing. I was gonna say you're gonna have to say something because no one's gonna see yeah. what you just Your done finger, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, just kind of doing a seductive face just with so. the finger. That's what it was. But yeah, it it wasn't needed. It it could have been his wife. It could have just been a nostalgic kind of lovely family yeah. scene that he wanted. But no, but, we had to sexualize yeah. it, didn't we? But I think to the Film's credit, I think it's Parry. Oh, yeah, it's... because it's letting no, no, somebody no. take some clothes off to the film's credit. No, 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 credit. hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> it's a parody of a sequence that happens in another film where it's kind of like uh, somebody's dreaming about a, a similar thing where it's a woman's taking clothes 
a swimsuit off in the pool or diving in yeah. and then coming out of the water topless kind of thing. So I think it's a, a, a play on that, really. But What's the film? Fast Times at Richmond High. I've, se- I've seen it, but I feel like I don't... I didn't take much away from it, but it's it's probably one I'd have to see again and and be like, I probably value it more now. But I didn't I didn't care for much for it for at the time, mm. but it's like one of those American another American comedy high school type of drama uh, sort of yeah. So going back onto National Lampoons, uh-huh. I don't know what the little girl is called of um oh not yeah. the daughter but I think of... I did write it down somewhere. One that you kind of feel sorry for. Yeah. If not, we can just call her a little girl. So he's he's staring at the window and she thinks he's Santa. He gets startled because obviously he's waiting for this woman to drop her, her swimsuit. And then this little girl's like, Santa? And there's a line which does make me laugh. Hmm. Like, so she's asking if Santa's real. Of course he is real. Like, don't ever question that. He is. And She's like saying, oh, daddy said Santa's not real and he's not going to come to us. And you just get this kind of horrible sinking, like, okay, hmm. this they are in a really desolate situation where they're telling like shoot, seven, maybe eight-year-olds yeah. that Santa's not real. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like saying, shitting bricks. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, don't say that. And so she cracks herself and says, shitting rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and just it the proper that actually made me laugh. I, it did. That one was like, yeah, okay. The child's innocence there. Yeah, yeah. yeah getting the wrong. Oh, you shouldn't be saying that word, but it's the wrong. Yeah, word yeah. That You're getting. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really cleverly yeah, done. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, I appreciate that's, that's that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why they seem to have another dinner, sit down dinner before Christmas dinner. So I, but we know that it's later on in December. So I don't know why they're having a turkey so soon. Because I did wonder if it was Thanksgiving, mm. but it's not. No. It's Unless it's like a trial turkey. Yeah, it's like a, when Americans do like the wedding rehearsal for some reasons. It's like it's a stage production type well, of thing. it kind of can be. It depends on how dramatic you get it. As, I don't know, I think we could have rehearsed maybe the standing up and doing is like repeating after us kind of no. thing. Yeah. Because we, we weren't great at that. And me not knowing which finger your ring finger was <laughs> by the time that you gave it because it threw me off when you passed me a hand for some mm-hmm. reason. But yeah, I don't know why they're having a, a, a meal ahead of Christmas dinner, but there we are. And the turkey. Oh, my God. Well, bless him. He asks um, the little old nan mm-hmm. to, like, say, say grace. grace. And then she sings the... I pledge allegiance to the flag. Yeah. <laughs> and you just, like, you just can't get a break at all. You really can't, can't can Clark. He's just like... You see it all building up, building up. He's trying to be really nicey, nicey, nicey. And then he's just like a fizzy bottle at the end that just pops. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, what's wrong? Why are you being like this? But he's also losing his patience earlier with the, obviously looking outside his cousin Eddie where he's doing the shit it was full scene, you know, he's draining yeah. the sewage pipe into the... Like, you see that coming from a mile off that yeah. that's then gonna be yep. something well it just, it just say oh you know it's just dangerous you know going in the storm drain if you light a match it, the thing will go up and it's like yeah set up for a joke later yeah. on yeah Good. which kind of works well with the match with the Christmas tree mm-hmm. yeah. to be fair if someone burnt down my Christmas tree I would be absolutely devastated 
again that was another setup with snots the dog like drinking the, the water from the that was at the base of the tree it's like oh you know if the tree doesn't get water it's going to be dry yeah so then it's obviously more flammable later on when the tree goes up in flames yeah yeah i think this is where it gets a bit cringe for me I can see where you're coming from with that because like worse. the cat gets electrocuted and dies. And yeah, it's like a cartoonish like burnt out yeah. thing in the carpet, and this is. And then the tree goes up in flames, and he looks a bit sinister. He reminds me of Scrooged. There's that scene. The Bill Murray. Yeah. Yeah. And it's when it goes up in flames, like, and he's just he's just stood there, and I think it's like the driver or something when he first happens, and it, it, uh, it's right. just a bit of a Scrooge kind of like hmm. vibe. And then, obviously, he goes and gets another tree. Yeah. Does Clark. Mm-hmm. Which then it has got a living squirrel in it. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I'm like, I'm done. Tapping out, yeah. Yeah. A little bit, I yeah. can't. I can't handle this anymore because now it's just becoming into that one of those... Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is doing me, I didn't know. No, I get that. See, that would annoy you. Yeah, because then the dog's like, oh, let's chase the squirrel around the house and destroying everything. Why didn't it do its job in its first place? Like, Sarah's Betty, which is a staff. You say the word, squirrel! She goes off on a rocker and she will literally run after it. Yeah. This dog was delayed. Like, the whole house was running around screaming. And it's only a squirrel. Yeah, I know, you say that, but they have Lyme disease. They do, but it wasn't I mean, I remember my brother having the... He was in the parking... Scarborough or something mm-hmm. and that occurs I think he was filming oh there's a little squirrel there and it's coming up close and then it started climbing his leg and then he was like having a like uh, absolutely fit, fit. But was like, oh, it's, it's probably because he's so thin like his yeah. legs look like a tree trunk like or yeah. like a branch because he's that thin legged he's six foot odd isn't he so he looked yeah. like a tree to this yeah, squirrel yeah <laughs> what's well, quite funny so anyway. there's that and I mean they kind of see it. oh it's like a a rat with a blue brush tail. A lot cuter than a rat. Still, I don't think if you had a squirrel in the house, you'd be like, oh, look at a little squirrel. I wouldn't want to harm it. I'd be like, oh, squirrel. And then I'd probably try and put it in a box or something so that I could get it outside in one yeah, piece. Yeah, yeah. Not try and get a cloth and, over it. And, and bash bo- it. Yeah, bash it on the head, yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be my go-to no, idea. No, no, absolutely not. But, yeah, there's obviously a lot of scenes where, like, oh, this is like, how could things get any worse type of thing? And then they do. ultimately... This guy comes with this like envelope that he's the, the check he's kind of been waiting on. Yeah, he thinks like, oh, this is with the bonus that I'm. Being... Oh, it, it just gets worse yeah. because like he's telling everybody. Like, first of all, if you get a bonus, you don't tell everybody that you're going to get a big bonus until you know what you're getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be tooting. And he's like, oh, this is gonna. I'm gonna. And then telling them everything that he's gonna do, putting the swimming pool in, which now we can't afford. Yeah, because oh, we had to. Yeah, I'm sort of like being debt before I even got the thing. It's like oh, I'm relying on this money yeah. to get to what I need, and then it's kind of like the I'm even looking at it, it's kind of like ah, like and he's like pacing across the room. It's like that like, like oh, I can't believe what I'm seeing here. Yeah, and it's just a voucher for like Jello the month club or something for the year. Yeah, yeah. free Jello. Yeah, it's like what the hell. Yeah, especially when you want God knows how much to put towards swim pool. Yeah. So then he kind of flips out even more at that point, and it's just, yeah. And his family from both sides, so his, his mum and dad, his in-laws, they all end up packing the bags and like, right, we're just going to call it quits, basically. We're giving up. 
it's just not gone to plan. He's snapping at everybody. It's just not enjoyable anymore. Mm-hmm. And they're all going to go home and part ways before it's even become Christmas. Yeah. And then Cousin Eddie's like, oh, because he overhears, like, like say, like, well, it takes it more to heart. Like, oh, if you want someone go on a last minute Christmas gift, like, bring my boss here with a nice ribbon bow and so I can give him peace of my mind, basically. And so he's like, Eddie's like, right, okay, I'll go do that for him because he's in, like, full hospitality and stuff that he, he's given him. So it's like, I'll just do that, get them. Yeah. His boss, bring him over and he can. <laughs> Kidnapping, sure basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously the police come out as well. Well, more than the police. It's like the fucking SWAT team. and It's ridiculous. It's like there's only one man. It's not like he's the Prime Minister. Yeah, I understand that. If it was or the more... Queen. Yeah. And break his house. So, like, he can't... I guess this is, like, the moral of the story. Like, first of all, big corporate companies don't kind yeah, of Yeah, just to say a quick book, like, just the little man is put down... To that, you know, they've got families of their own and stuff. It's like, yeah. stop thinking, oh, be high might in your tower. It's like, oh, I need that extra money for my Porsche or whatever and all that kind of stuff. Oh, it's... just so that the bottom line looks better. Yeah. And that it's in improved. Accounts, yeah. But then your morale of your staff's gone yeah. downhill. Yeah. You need happy workers to keep yeah. your business afloat. So, yeah. So, yeah, that is that's pretty and... much the moral, isn't it? You know, don't be a, a Scrooge. Yeah, and the boss says that the little people that can add 20% onto um, Clark's Whatever the bonus was last year, so that's probably And he's doing it for everybody, and you can see that he didn't realise what the impact would be to to not do this. Yeah. And it just shows, like, the moral of the story, really, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Which is is great. It is. It's just humour elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And also the fact that the policeman... I've already just gone through all his windows and everything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you need a bit of a bigger check. Yeah, to cover that. Yeah. Yeah. And it ends with the whole like, oh, there's the Christmas star, and it's like, oh, that's that's all that really matters at this point. And it's like, well, yeah, but you've just gone through all that other stuff mm-hmm. about the lights and stuff. You you're saying that doesn't matter anymore, and the the meal that you've had and yeah. stuff. It's is a bit of like a two sided way of looking about it, really. Feel like you said you said all this. You've gone through all this stuff, and maybe you've maybe you've perhaps come to the realization that it's it's not all about mm. having all all that stuff, and it's just you know, like I say, being there with your family and yeah. stuff. Hundred percent. Yeah. So there we have it. That's Christmas film covered. Yay! Yeah. But now I need to know how enjoyable it was for on. More like <laughs> critical look at it. Yeah. I suppose. I I'm gonna say already, I enjoyed trains, planes, automobiles more. Mm-hmm. Gather gathered that. Humour wise and just morally, the reason behind Christmas, well, or Thanksgiving, seemed more prominent within that film. Yep. With this film, I've not really got the attachment to it so I know my mum really loves this as well but I don't think it's something me and her have actually sat down together and always put on so mm-hmm. there's no nostalgia attachment to it Yeah. but as we are critically reviewing a film mm-hmm. and on my perspective alone it is cringeworthy humour It some of it is mm. just not enjoyable with that because it's like ugh 
it's just that humour that I want to run away. It's it's just not doesn't mean the fine line for me like Home Alone does, where it is just spot on humour and it is funny. Some of it is good. Don't get me wrong. Some mm-hmm. of the humour is there, but at the back end it gets worse. Okay. Yeah. And it's like oh, it's just one thing after another. And I know it's trying to build that climax up, but it just gets to a point where it's like this is this ridiculous now, and it's it's just too much for me. Mm. I can see Clark as a Wonderful Life kind of character, like George Bailey. Yeah, and he's he is George basically. He's Clark. He wants to get everybody happy, everyone together. He wants to kind of do his best, and he's striving for that. And I think it shows like if Clark wasn't there, then all of these people wouldn't be together. Mm-hmm. And that's what George has in yeah. A Wonderful Life. Yeah. And I can kind of see that reflection of, well, if Clark wasn't there, then the Christmases would be a lot different. Yeah, I suppose. So, but obviously, It's A Wonderful Life is a 10. Uh-huh. This is knocked down because of the humour for me. And mm. I can only give it for this watch, at least. And like the same for... The trains and planes and automobiles. Mm. It's that... If I watch it again, it might change yeah, my yeah. opinion. But for National Lampoons, it's going to be a six. How do you feel about that? Are you hurt? Especially for no. a Christmas film. I mean, Well, I mean, all I can think of is like... As I see it, like, in terms of, like, humour stuff. And I'm thinking... Uh, well, I mean, what... What you reckon is... is is funny from this isn't quotation marks from like Christmas of the Cranks. I knew you were gonna say that. Is that or... I think with Christmas of the Cranks, it's got that more touching moral brings me to it and nostalgia. Okay, so you've got that connection there. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, but I, think that's I just tune. I just think the humour in that is just it is a really, bit cringe. Really, like with the Hickory re- Ham when it gets run over, I'm like, oh, for goodness' pre- sake, pretty poor. It is. It is. And and just not funny whereas there's a lot more chuckles I get out from this is in my like say the yeah. sort of humor that old school humor it just it just works better for how they how they do it and mm. just it's just the the way it's done as opposed to just trying to go overboard silly with yeah. the, the the humor just, just totally exaggerating screaming like oh, there's no need to, you know when people do that like I'm thinking of like Hickory Ham seeing <laughs> that but in um Banging the floor because she yeah, gets yeah, having run a paddy. Over it's and... like give it, yeah, more, yeah, no. Yeah. So, I mean, for the for that attic scene alone, it's like it really tickles me and still does. So, it's it's still on the sort of same level as as planes, trains, and automobiles. So it's that's an eight as well. Okay. Yeah. High score yeah, yeah. tonight. You are. Yeah. So he is on the old fashioned. So maybe that's blowing <laughs> his judgment. No, I think it's it's something that's I guess come back to every so often it's like a must watch this every no. year type of thing i think it's like an on off really yeah, every yeah. other thing uh, to come back to kind of mix it up a little bit because you don't want to see always see the same ones over no. and over again but you, you know, try and get what you, you only can put your classics on yeah, over yeah, and over again yeah. your favorites yeah your favorites but really enjoyable props to it looking good as well it's like so a uh, very much a step up from seeing it on that crappy disc yeah um so that, that helps the experience as well so mm-hmm. um for a fresh coat of paint really helps as well no good so oh, that's one done let's say for christmas makes me sad why we've got like three more to go 
Well, it's only, you know, four weeks in a month. I think we should start in November. <laughs> well, we technically have, because when we're recording this, it is. No, I mean earlier. The air in November. No. Yeah. Well, we'll go to firstly thanking patrons, firstly. Mark from 100 Things Learn From Film podcast. And Ben from Film Vloggers. Yeah. It is lovely how you make relationships while in doing podcasts. Yeah. I think that's the magical part about yeah. it. Um, and the support. And then because you're going through the same things, you know how it feels grafting through podcasts. <laughs> so really much appreciate you guys being on our Patreon. And if you want to subscribe and be on our Patreon, Paul will tell you what you need to do. Right, you go over to patreon.com forward slash spfilmviewers. That's all one word. And you can join our Patreon for as little as one British pound. Or a or... quid, as we would say in the UK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I think it was one dollar fifty. But oh, extortionate. <laughs> and you can also have your name shouted out. So those, those two are very good podcasts and film-related ones at that. So, yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, they are brilliant content on there as well. And um, we've guested on some of those, and they've guested on ours as well. And there's always every time we join, there's a laughing in it. Yeah, that's it. And also, you get the opportunity to vote on a film for us to watch once a month. I know, I know, we didn't do it this this time round. Yes, yeah, so sorry guys. Yeah, sorry about. That. I did. I did apologise to them. On the it's on good. Patreon page, and, and but did they, they accept the apology. Or have they unsubscribed now, <laughs> no, and we've no. got no patrons. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not I can see. That's all right then. Yeah, still, still friends with us, but we promise though yeah, next no, time. No, we absolutely do, do promise, and I can I can guarantee there's there's good options for. To... I actually have swayed and thought to myself, should I become a patron <laughs> of SP Film Viewers, and then I get to pick. It's very what we counterproductive. Watch. And then at least I can have a say and vote. But to be fair, Mark and Ben are going to go on your side anyway, so I'm outvoted. Unless I start making catfish pages of other people's, just so that I can get my say. It's probably not worth the money. No. No, it's really not. So, yeah, all you have to do is, let's say, go to patreon.com forward slash spfilmviewers and you can be part of the community as well yeah um, be very much appreciated and what also be appreciated is if you go to listen to some of our other episodes over on apple podcasts spotify podbean and wherever else you might get your podcasts from so if you aren't already aware we do have a tiktok page twitter instagram where you can follow us on all socials and paul does Brilliant postings of a what's going to come up, voting polls, things that we've been up to in our things lives, of, things I've bought. <laughs> so if you do want to follow us, all you've got to do is go to the handle sp underscore film viewers, and then you'll find us there. That's right. And also, if you'd like to give us a five star review, you can do so over on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser and wherever else they do the scoring system. Since we always like to have lovely comments, especially when it comes to the end of the year, like you're closing that year off. 
it's been a good year this year, I think. Yeah. So I hope it has been for other people too. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Um, next time it is, I believe it's going to be the one that neither of us have seen before. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you should. No. Reveal. No, keep it a surprise for the surprise, surprise, yeah. surprise. Yeah, but you you kind of know. What I already saying. know by what you've just said. Yes. yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. It better be the one that I'm thinking of, yeah. and <laughs> not that other one. I don't know what the other one you think is. I don't know. I'll have this discussion after. Off, okay. Well, it better be. The, it better be the one that I want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Well, thank you very much for listening, and we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.